The Ventru have long been one of the proudest vampire clans. They work very hard to maintain their reputation for honor, good manners, leadership, and just generally being more posh than you. This also comes with a perceived, genuine knowledge of knowing what's best for you. They also see themselves as the oldest clan in existence, whether that's true or not. They also see themselves as enforcers of vampire traditions, as well as the rightful leaders of vampire society. The Ventru cherish history more so than any other clan. History is always a roadmap to the future, so do the things that work, and don't do the things that caused you problems. Now, while the Ventru may use history as a guide, this does not necessarily mean that they also view truth in the same way. A very convincing lie that gets the job done works just as well as the truth if it gets the job done. So if a Ventru is playing the long game and they have a roadmap for how to make a lie work and accomplish their mission, then of course they're going to do that. And the Ventru are no strangers to making a system like this work for them. They have some of the most accolades to boast about throughout history. Now, if you listen to a Ventru, they may tell you a story of their clan origins, probably quite proudly, that Cain and his first child Enoch, the first vampire that he created, was a Ventru. So they claim that their clan line started out of a third generation, which would make them pretty old. They might also tell you that the Ventru founder was supposed to be Cain's right-hand vampire in the first city. And when Cain decided to leave his city, he would leave the burden of leadership on the first Ventru, which would be their antediluvian. Through this story, the Ventru would justify their superiority and lord this over the vampire clans for, for a really long time. <laughs> Now this Ventru antediluvian, this mystical being who started it all, his origins are rather conflicting and shrouded in quite a bit of mystery. There's a few stories in Ventru history you can find about him, but they all contradict each other. And although these stories may conflict and the information is hard to verify, the Ventru version that they tell new vampires or tell to anybody who will listen, basically, is that the Antediluvian was probably destroyed outside the second city and they blame the Bruja for this. Now, some of these conflicting stories, they tell that he may have been diablerized by one of his own. He escaped the final death and is in torpor somewhere. The Gehenna version just states that he is long dead and he is often confused for another important vampire who goes by the name of Vidartha. The Ventru are the establishment. They are the 1%. They set the rules. They maintain the rules. They punish those who break the rules. And occasionally they may give a little pittance of a reward to those who actually follow the rules. Some might call them tyrants and jailers of kindred society. But the unfortunate truth is without them, the masquerade, the Camarilla, they would all have been destroyed long ago. And in the modern setting, the Ventru are more committed to their cause of being the Kindred Society's leaders than ever before. They believe to the very core of themselves, they have what it takes and no one else does. Now, when it comes to the organization of vampire clans, there is only one clan that is more organized than the Ventru, and that would be the Tremere. Even knowing that they are second best in terms of organization, the Ventru do still take pride knowing that everyone has a place and everyone is working as they should in their role. 
Within Venture Society, there is only one way to increase your standing, and that is with Dinitas. This is a Roman Latin word for dignity. Dinitas is an internal system that is used to rank themselves or give status within the Ventru clan. For Ventru, their Dinitas is measured by... I'm an adult. I'm an adult. <laughs> For Ventru, their Dinitas is measured by their responsibility that they can take on or are trusted with, as well as their reputation. Now, advancement in the Ventru society is not something that's exactly linear. You don't simply just move from one rank to the next or down, depending on if you've done a good or bad job. You do get to move up in rank as your abilities allow and your personal fortunes. And the Ventru actually like it this way. Because this is such an exclusive club, it's such an exclusive clan, the elders within the clan use this promise of future rank, future status for the younger generation vampires as that little like dangly carrot promising them that they can have a better future and to just stick it out. It should also be unsurprising that based on the fact that they're using a Latin word to describe dignity, that they borrow very heavily from the Roman system. It has of course been modified to be way less democratic. Now when it comes to also being part of this exclusive club, you don't just get in, it's almost an invite-only system. You must be considered worthy first before you can be embraced by somebody who's already in the clan. So this usually means that new vampires have a bit of a vetting process. The prospective vampire is consulted with first from the elders, there's a bit of a gathering, a tribunal, some sort of get to know who this person is without that person actually being there. You gotta make sure that they meet the high standards for the great undead club. New vampires or neonates who find themselves falling out of favor with the Ventru because they don't meet their high standards for whatever reason, they find themselves getting the cold shoulder, they will be shunned, they will not be invited to the exclusive events that you get to hobnob with all the other important vampires. No more ass kissing for you. When it comes to the structure of the Ventru clan, there are two models that you need to follow, one for the clan as a whole and one for the clan at the city level. If you start off with the total clan hierarchy, it is led by an ephorate. This person is supposed to arbitrate disputes within the clans. They are also responsible for choosing their representatives for the inner circle of the Camarilla and just generally maintaining the unity of the entire clan. No pressure. Beneath the Efferet, you have the Strategoi. I believe I'm pronouncing that right. Strat Strategoi? The Strategoi are responsible for enforcing and protecting the Efferet. They have access to the Lictors. Now, these are specific field agents. They usually specialize in one thing, warfare, finance. The Lictors act based on the directions of the Strategoi. Then the lowest rank for the Ventru, you're looking at the Tribunes. These are messengers. They deliver the instructions from the Efferet to the Strategoi, the Lictors, whoever. At the city level, the Ventru will organize themselves into institutions called Garusha. Garusia? Whichever is the correct pronunciation. Garusha. That's what I'm going to say. This board or council of Garusha is headed by a Praetor. The Praetor is then counseled by the Aediles. The Aediles are then served by the Questors who carry out their instructions. Think of them as lower management. And the Aediles, their middle management. And then finally, we get to the bottom of the barrel. These are vampires that have literally no responsibility, no prestige. They are called Aaron. 
Now the Ventru, they do have a superiority complex like I mentioned earlier. This also comes out in the mortals that they interact with. Most vampires are at least social enough that they could communicate with mortals on the street. The Ventru, they don't really do that. They don't do the lowly. They will have their meetings in private booths, in the bars. They will do their meetings across boardrooms. Time is money to a Ventru. They have, a, they have a lot of time, but the mortals that they deal with, they tend to have this same kind of mentality. Most Ventru have very little interest in forming any sort of meaningful relationship. When the Ventru clan does have to deal with mortals or go into just regular society, they will usually do so from a position of power. They will be executives in a corporation. They will be silent partners in major businesses, clubs with restricted members. This is kind of their thing. They've even been known to get involved in politics, as not going for like presidency or anything like that, but they do sometimes get involved and they are usually dressed to match their positions of power. They don't go for the dull formality. They're still dressed nicely, but they will usually stand out in a room of other business people. And they will usually have a spare outfit just in case they get some blood spilled on them so that they can have something to change into to not have that embarrassing stain. Now, there really aren't that many clan variants when it comes to the Ventru. Because of their staunchness and rigidity when it comes to keeping the bloodline pure, they at best rejected any other bloodline that they didn't consider to be pure. Normally, the main clan is associated with the Romans or the Christian Europeans. But there is a clan variant known as El Hijazi. This bloodline claims to descend from native Arabian lineages. This bloodline has adopted Islam, and they are full members of the Ashira. But having said that, there just really isn't that many of them. Even though there aren't that many of them, they do have some considerable financial, political, as well as religious power when it comes to the Arabian Peninsula. Now the Ashira, just for quick reference, they are a group of Islamic vampires. They believe that their prophet Muhammad was going to cure them of their vampirism if they followed Allah. Another clan variant of the Ventru is the Ventru Anti-Tribute. They are knights and paladins of the Sabbat. They are sworn to fight the Antediluvians and bring down the degenerates in the Camarilla. They believe that the formation of the Camarilla is a failure and only failed vampires will follow them. They also tend to believe that humans are just good for food and cattle. And to treat the humans as anything less, then you're basically no better than the disgusting Camarilla. Now, if you're looking to blend some aspects of Werewolf the Apocalypse into your vampire games, I think there's two groups that we can look at that would fit very well here. The first off would be the Khan. They are were tigers. They are very well known in the Middle East. They also tend to occupy positions of power. That's just kind of their own personality trait. They're also one of the nine remaining tribes of the Bastet. They are noble. They are honorable. They see themselves as the bulwarks against darkness. And it's a bit of an obligation for them to protect those who cannot protect themselves. They are not super social and they tend to work alone, but that does not mean that they cannot form groups. And many of the Khan are allied with the Beast Courts because everybody's angry at the Guru. Since the destruction of the Sultanate from the English occupation in the Middle East, the Khan have no organization. They just claim their own territory and that's theirs now. 
Another organization that you can throw into your vampire games just for a little bit of flavor, or maybe your group wants to be part of this. Pentex is a multinational mega corporation. It is also very corrupt and tainted by the worm, and that's a bit of their mission statement too, is to spread that corruption. It aims to do this both spiritually, physically, environmentally. It is the main tool on Earth for the Defiler Worm to enact its corruption, and it did grow itself originally from a small oil and gas mining company. Pentex is now a very large holding company full of multinationals, billion dollar corporations and subsidies. It is an administrative nightmare, which is why it's so difficult to find anything inside of it. This is also by design so that prying eyes, it's difficult for them to see. And if someone wanted to do an investigation, you have so many levels and so many layers of bureaucracy to go through. It just makes trying to find anything very, very difficult. Pentex also has near limitless supernatural resources at its disposal. They tend to work with the Black Spiral Dancers. They work with Banes, Fomori. They also make Fomori. There are also rumors of vampires that have made it to some of the upper management positions within Pentex. Shout out to my brand new patron, Dove Sunseed Sword. Thank you for your support. My name's Nathaniel. Thanks for stopping by, everyone.